Good morning and welcome to the Live Your Greatness podcast. This is Coffee with Frank and LJ. Good morning, LJ. How's it going? Good morning. How was your weekend? It was wonderful. I want to ask more importantly, how was your weekend? It was really, really good. I You had tired. a weekend. Oh my God. I, we, I worked more on the, the last three days than I, I, I do at work. But you had a weekend. Yes, I, I got, that was my first weekend in a long time. Yeah, I'm so excited for you. And I was watching Frank doing all his, oh, my thing is it was weird. Sorry, guys. Um, Frank, do, do tell, please do tell. Um, well, part, part of my, my uh, retirement dream is to live six months in the Philippines because we have a house over there. But then to buy a piece of property down by Osage Beach um, in Missouri and, and get a, a, a camper trailer, a big camper trailer. And uh, when we're back here in the U.S. for six months, we'll, we'll live in the trailer, just me and Don once the kids are grown. And then when we're not there at the lake, we're going to hook up and go visit the kids and the grandkids and just do some traveling and, and just uh, have fun. And the nice thing is the hookups involved in these. Well, anyway, I got a little bit closer to the dream. Oh, please. That's what Friday, I'm doing. Friday, while I was working, I was also on the phone with my banker and a, the car dealership and we traded in the tahoe and got a dodge ram pickup to pull a camper trailer and we got the trailer all both loans done in one day by the time i got off work we had it all done we were i went and picked up dom we went down and signed all the paperwork and the rest is history it's so exciting hey let me just ask you I'm on Facebook and I'm not seeing that the notification that we're live. I just, uh, we, we are live now. I, I, I had to scroll back down and update it. And uh, I got it. Right, let there. me go back to home. Cause you know, like when we're live, I get that notification thing so I can watch just like you do to see who's listening in, but I don't have that right now. Let's see. Or maybe it'll come on in a minute. Okay, I'm not going to worry. So this is really exciting. Very cool, Frank. I watched Frank. He was, I just said to Frank, he was driving along. He looked like he was at Heaven's Gate with this beautiful smile, Frank. Oh, yeah, we and drove that. We took the truck out of town to a Filipino store so we could get some vegetables and food for dawn you look like you were just on top of the world it was wonderful and i loved i loved it it was really cool oh and i forgot to mention on on the camper dawn has yeah. been wanting a camper for a long time because she's been wanting to do so the camper is also dawn's mother's day present what do you mean? Well, she's been wanting me to wanting to be able to get a camper so that we can do things together as a family on weekends. And so that was her Mother's Day present. She didn't know any of this was coming about. Oh, what a gift. That is super. You know, that's what I want to do. I, I want to get that camper, get that truck or get that one big RV and 
like Todd and just, you know, when the time is right, when the time is right, we'll do it. You know, a couple months out of the year, we'll be in one place, you know, just it's, hit the road. That's what I say, hit the road. Um, <clears throat> starting out my Monday morning as I do every day, writing my gratitude, getting ready to put it in my journal here, my, not my journal, my gratitude jar. So many good things to be thankful for. Um, today is actually a beautiful sunny day. We have had rain here in Virginia, Frank, for days, days. A little depressing, but my son and I went to the garden center yesterday while Jesse was repotting some things for me. And yeah, this garden center here is very, very nice. Picked out some things. Um, we spoke with family. I had a quiet day. Saturday, I was over at uh, my son Caleb's place and the four of us, because Noah lives in Colorado. Uh, we had a nice family brunch and we spent time. We thought we were going to go to a museum, but it was so nasty out. We were just hanging out with the cats in Caleb's place. Very lovely afternoon. And for the first time in like over 30 years, I got to spend Mother's Day how I wanted. Oh, that's which cool. Just relaxing because we've always split up Mother's Day, run for my family and then Jesse's family. Right. So very quiet and welcome, welcoming at that. Um, but, you know, I, I had messaged quite a few people, happy Mother's Day, and I'm thinking of them. Received some lovely messages. Frank, thank you. And Chris Torrey and my girl, Nikki Doherty, and just so many friends and my friend Renata. And, you know, I was debating on whether to go live and just shout out to all the mothers, whatever mothers. Irene did it for me because we, Irene and I think alike, all the mothers, adoptive moms, stepmoms, moms, you know, um, military moms, et cetera, et cetera. The list goes on. And, and it is, believe it or not, dad moms. I used, to, I used to be one of those, you know, and, Frank, uh, you my oldest daughter who she used to send me a mother's day card. Because <laughs> the, the, the dads that stay home while the moms go to work, very, very important role because one, I think it takes a very confident man to do that. But mothering is not an easy job. Parenting is not an easy job, but when the dads step out of their, traditional role of going to work and they take care of the kids well i didn't step out of my traditional role so how did you do it frank you i was a single dad raising three kids by myself that's when you were going through your divorce that's right divorce you know i commend you and it's a it's a it's a huge eye-opening i think for a lot of men and men that go through this that do this and step up to do it for whatever the reason it's it's bold and it's courageous. And I, I commend you for doing that. So happy dad, mom's day. <laughs> you get to celebrate twice when you were in that role, Frank, but yeah. no, it was, <clears throat> you know, people sharing posts, happy mother's day to all. But I will say this. I was thinking about it looks this, like your microphone's working. <laughs> I don't know what's it's so weird. I don't know what's going on. It's kind of cool. What's going though, on actually. with my screen, Frank? I don't know. It's kind of cool though. It almost looks like a, there's a sound coming from that microphone. I think it's the light? Yeah, I don't know. It, it almost looks like something coming through some blinds or something. Now I, I just moved it over. It might be the light. That's fine. If it's not freaking everybody, well, now my green screen's off. Oy. 
No, it, it actually looks like it's coming right off the microphone. It's kind of cool looking. Well, I hope this isn't too distracting for everybody, because for those people who listen to this on audio, but I will say, I was thinking about this the other day, midweek last week, saying, you know, I was going to post yesterday, go, go live rather on Sunday and wish all the mothers a happy Mother's Day and blah, blah, blah. And I said to myself, you know, I'm going to be quiet. I'm going to be quiet over the weekend because I really had a busy week last mm. week. The serving the Cinco de Mayo lunch to the veterans at Walter Reed Hospital really I didn't realize its impact on me, Frank, that what I did, not that it was so monumental, but it really called to me that my mission to serve veterans is, is quite profound. And, and I'm just taking it in and I'm just going with it. But I needed to settle in. I needed to, you know, when we make these shifts in our life and do lives and we do these things, oh, it's, it's sometimes it catches you and you have to just sit with it and be quiet and still, but it's all good. Um, but I hope everybody had a beautiful Mother's Day. Jeannie Young was on there. She was doing her thing. Shay responded to you, which I love. Nancy Laporta was out there. So many people just wishing lots and lots of people some really wonderful days and just and all that. But I got to tell you, everybody, first of all, Marilyn's taking some beautiful pictures. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you saw them, Frank. Oh, yeah. With her grandkids in the Colorado mountains. She's having a blast. Her, her face is so lit up. She's just enjoying her grandkids. Her energy, her aura in those pictures. And I told her, I said, Marilyn, because Marilyn doesn't come out from home. Like she stays isolated. And for her to have traveled the way she did, and now she's with her kids and Colorado, you know, in an well, area they're in the mountains. They probably because they were at the They've butterfly been doing some hiking and stuff. Yeah, they were at the butterfly pavilion, which is right near where my son lives. And it's a crowded area, but she's making her way. She did great. She looks so, so happy and so peaceful. Yeah. So shout out to Marilyn for that. I really I know her, she was probably waiting to do that for a her while. Her grandkids look like they're and one of her daughters was there too. But her grand I only saw her with her grandchildren. I didn't see her daughter. Well, one of the one of the girls was her daughter, and that was her son. Oh, is that that's her daughter? Who is the dark head girl? Um Amber, Brittany, Amber? Amber or something. That's her daughter. That's her daughter. Yeah. Okay, that's her daughter. And that's I was her daughter's son. And Noah is her grandson. That's her daughter. Okay. Right. Daughter. That's her daughter. Okay. I have to tell you, I have to stop pronouncing my R's because Pepe's mom and dad, it's so funny. Pepe's when he's learning to talk English, he's starting to say car and park. <laughs> and we laughed and I, cause I went to visit them because Jose's parents, the dad, his parents were visiting <laughs> from Spain and See how impressionable the little ones I are. I was like, that's we, why we, we, we have to be careful with those little gotta ones. Gotta be careful. Listen, that's how I picked up the language. That's how I picked up my accent. That's how we but, all pick it up. But it's so freaking funny because Pepe, when he's talking, he's saying park, car, America. Um, I live in America. <laughs> and we realized his mom said to me the other day, she's like, Elche, I think Pepe's talking like you because I've been saying, Pepe, it's not America. Or not park, it's park. And I and his mom said to me, No, he's saying it like me. 
And I said, oh my God, <laughs> Pepe's, this is the little boy I take care of who's from Spain. And he's speaking in my accent. <laughs> That's funny. And people are going to say to him, where are you from? He's going to say Spain. And then they're going to hear this park and this car. So I had to start saying my R's, which is not going to where be. Where are you from? Yet. New York, Spain. I'm from New York. <laughs> New York, Spain. There's a New York, oh, Spain. Oh, God. So let's talk about, I got some really good news that I want to share, but I haven't, it's not a secret because I am going to share, I'm going to share it, but I'm going to hold off to share. I started doing this tapping meditation, you know, the tapping right. here and the affirmations, the emotional freedom technique and all these beautiful things. But this woman that I've been tapping with, her name is Cassandra Bozak or Bozrak. Yeah. And she is a friend, one of her good friends um, is a coach, I think a life coach and this and that. And I listened partly to a YouTube, which is really cool, Frank, because it really is like a podcast. It's like what you talked about when you want to do with Live Your Greatness, where we put it on YouTube. But the thing that I was listening to was about soul's purpose and aligning with your mission. And it really caught me because. I've been living, eating, and breathing this for two and a half years. And when you align with your soul, your inner state, and your true, you know, your very divine truth, your human existence, what you are and who you're meant to be, it's your soul that is intended to guide you. And I loved what she was saying because when we're doing things that don't make us happy mm -hmm. or don't fulfill us in the way that we're meant to be fulfilled, it's like we have to pull focus and we have to gain clarity because we understand that the task we're, we're doing, the task at hand, may be that catalyst to get us to where we need to go. Yeah. Right, Frank? We've been talking about this. You may not be doing what you're called to do right now in your job. What your true self, soul's purpose is aligning with you as a result of you being in the space, your job. Jobs, you are, jobs are tools, just like anything else. They're the tool to make you see what? To make you see perhaps- well, Actually, this be. is how I was taught how to look at a job from um, entrepreneur um, that I ha had met when I was growing up as a temporary situation and a tool to help you get to where you need to go. So when you look at it like that, it takes the stress of what you're doing away because you know it's not going to be a forever. Okay. It helps. Um, and it helps you stay focused on the direction that you're trying to go. And you're, you're just using that job at that time as a tool because we, we need to live while we're trying to create. So you use the job as a tool to get you to where you need to go. So it's like a means to an end. It, it, yeah. Or a means to a beginning. Oh, remember, yes, we are, we, we are keeping our coffee cups overflowing. Oh, they're all full. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Afshin Shah. <laughs> okay. Wait a minute. So a means to a beginning random then a means to an end. I love that because think about it. Well, when we... and the reason why I say that is our growth is eternal. We're never going to stop. We're not going to get to that, that perfect spot. 
it's always right, we're always elevating on, it's ongoing and when i finally started to realize that it it kind of calmed me down a little bit you know i i i got less critical of myself because it's like dude you that. don't have to have this all done by friday i get that i really feel that too because but here's the thing frank because okay one of my friends is in a job that she'll say lj I've got to finish this out. I've got to go the eight more years. And I said, you're making that choice. Right. You're making that choice because she feels like she'd be giving up too much financially to, to not continue the journey. And I mm. say, listen, if you decide to stay those eight years, first of all, take one year at a time, but if you should decide that your path is those eight years, make it good. Don't make it about, oh, I hate this. I can't stand it. I've got to do this. It's what I need to do because we always have to reframe our mind and, and can not convince ourselves, but affirm the fact that what we're doing is, is what we're called to do. Well, and by, by that very attitude, you're damaging yourself because you are ruled by your emotions and that yeah so that's a huge weight when you're when you're putting that kind of a attitude out it's going to draw certain words certain emotions and then you're going to get those certain chemical releases in the body that are not going to be beneficial yes. to you yeah it just it, it's like a cancer it just keeps growing and growing and gets worse. yeah that really makes sense. I, I have to tell you on that note, I want to share Sarah this morning, Frank. Yeah. And you know, <clears throat> if anybody who's watching this on a replay does not like simple abundance or has some critique about it or shares about it, thoughts about it, please, please. Or want us to read something else. Yeah. I think it's a really good devotional, simple, keep it simple. But if you have any suggestions while, you know, out there, feel free to, to message Frank or I or in the group, if you're in our group, and tell us. They can hey, also I, message on Spotify or, or uh, yes, Anchor. Yes, feel free to do so. But I feel the devotionals are usually relevant. I try to tie the conversation to, you know, the podcast to it. Um, it's all about, you know, our being in, of integrity and people that are honoring who we are and what we're worthy of. So today's devotional from Simple Abundance is getting your house in order. And she's been talking a lot about the house and the rooms in the house. And Frank and I have talked about how we equate the rooms in the house to our pillars for living, our spiritual, our physical, our social, financial, intellectual, and environmental. There's others, but these are the key ones. And getting your house in order. She's talking about house and she's really about the Victorian era. And um, this is key because we, um, because we dread it, we put it off for as long as possible until we have to dig ourselves out. She's talking about cleaning our house. Now, Frank has been talking about when we put that shovel down, we put the shovel down, we stop digging our holes, our own holes, before, because the next step when we keep digging and digging and digging is no longer being alive. But we have to dig ourselves out. No, it's more about putting the shovel down, as Frank says. And 
this simple abundance principle is order. And she goes on to talk about um, the Quaker life. And the Quaker life was simple, uncluttered, and serene. And the nuance of Shaker life from their daily schedule of tasks to the way they express themselves authentically through their surroundings was basically about order. And the author, Sarah, is saying, remember that order was heaven, heaven's first law. There is no dirt in heaven. And this was like a Quaker mindset. But when we think about the dirt, we talk about the debris, Frank, mm -hmm. thank you, Frank Marco, and the landscaping and getting it all clean. Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> Seriously. Yep. But we have to shift that mind. It's all about the mindset shift that's saying we are going to get uncluttered. We are going to clean up the debris. It's that mindset and that choice. You know what and else then, I hear in that? In that, wow. is, believe it or not, uh, when you're reading that, I kept hearing consistency. Okay, consistency. Explain that further, Frank. What do you mean? Well, <clears throat> the hardest part for anybody is to be consistent about something. Um, and like I was when we were talking about a week or two ago, I was I was explaining. Um, I don't know if I was talking about sales or whatever it is, but if we're not consistent with the action and, and, and keeping that going, then we stay stuck in start mode all the time. We're always starting, yeah. but we're never getting anywhere. Mm -hmm. So we have start, to have, yeah. yeah, you can't just have action, but you have, you also have to have consistency to back up the action. So but when you were reading that, that's what kind of came into my head was consistency. That order is to have order. You have to have consistency. Yeah. You can't just half-ass it. Half measures avail us nothing. Yep. So, yep. Yeah. So that's it. Just that's just what I heard in there. And you know, and, you and know, it's probably Frank, a word we need to use a lot because yeah, the consistency is is key. And also what I want to say here, there's another thought because I underline things and I never know which direction we're going to go with the conversation, but <clears throat> it does say here, the shakers believe that their daily work, including housekeep was a personal experience of worship. And, you know, something just flooded my brain. Mm -hmm. When we talk about order, consistency and cleaning out the debris, Aren't we worshiping our inner state by doing that? Frank, yeah. you talk about beginning your day with prayer and ending your day with prayer. Right. It is, that's a form of worship for yourself. So as we create that order, we are beholden to all the divinity within. Yeah. In you essence, know, worshiping who we are. Well, and, and order bothers people, you know, but they don't understand at the same time that a lot of things that are going wrong in our lives is because the lack of order. Um, God himself is, he, there's, there's an order to what he does. Um, it's, he didn't just throw us down here with no plan. He's a God of order and, and there was a plan and, and there's, there's direction for us. It's not just go down there and figure everything out by yourself. And I'm not going to give you nothing. 
that never happened. But even the universe itself has an order. And if you don't live yes. by it, it will take you out. Mother yeah. Earth has an order. So we get caught that. up in certain words like submit. Oh, my God. Men think submit means means being weak, but it doesn't. It actually allows you to be stronger than who you are, because when you submit, you also at, at the same time learn to accept. And when you're accepting exactly where you are at this moment, opens the windows of massive possibility because submit to the goodness of what the divine can bring us right um mm -hmm. even submitting to yourself we fight who we are we're always pushing away because we don't you know what I, I i have this conversation or i watch these conversations all the time and i did it myself when i was younger um nobody's ever satisfied with their hair or their skin color or this or that. Um, my mm. wife is Filipino. Okay. And this is not a racist thing. It is a preference thing. Filipinos like white skin. And when we were looking at the inside of this camper, the lady that was helping us was white. And she just looked at Don. She said, oh, my God, I love your skin. It's just beautiful. Mm. And Don said, well, I like your skin. It's perception. And she, it's you know, she she and she's telling this lady that and she said, oh, that's so funny, because over here in America, we're always trying to look like you by going out in the sun and getting tan. Isn't that funny? It is. But yeah, it, it just it makes it sense. made me look at how we're none of us are satisfied on where we're at and when we do that to me i look at it like this it's it's i'm telling god listen dude you made a mistake with me and i'm saying that god's imperfect and he's not and um none of us are imperfect we were all created perfectly period but that's key we have <laughs> to learn key, how to tell each other that though you're you're beautiful well, just tell the way ourselves you that tell ourselves that it, it, you're right but sometimes it starts with us that have recognized that to point that out to people until they can do it for themselves i i agree and you know this is so powerful what we're saying right now i have so many friends from so many different cultures i'm a blessed man yeah and no, that's how thanks. I look at it. I'm, I feel just blessed with all I'm the people. I'm so glad when you say those things, Frank, because it makes people realize we're trying to unite. We're trying to bring people together so we can live our greatness. Yeah, we don't care where you come from, what your religion is, what your culture yeah. is. We don't care. Wow. I just, I'm processing. I'm processing because this is. If you, if you take it back to the beginning where we all come from, we're, we're, we're the same family man separated us they this got is, they got irritated at each other and said well i want this and i want and they got controlling and this is what they do they separate people their little flocks you know it's funny control i try flocks. and start i try and start out monday like where we build momentum from monday to friday so we build momentum we take it a little easy on monday this is just some jacked up conversation some like whoa did i get too deep for you let me no. Let me just jump into this profound thinking and thought process on Monday, and then I maybe think this by way Friday all we'll the time. Though. 
I'm always working on, on, on myself, trying to get beyond what I think I'm supposed to be. Listen, you're on your way, my friend. And, and that's the thing. It's like <clears throat> when you create that order and you have consistency and you follow the direction of your plan, listening to those intuitive nudges and showing self-love, we submit to the goodness. We submit to the greatness. And I have to tell you, I'm going to use this word greatness a lot today because we have also we have to submit to it because our passion is helping people overcome yeah so we have so to be open to every every possibility that we can <clears throat> use to help somebody break the cycle that they're in it's it's a cycle it's a breaking the cycle but i look at it frank in another way because i'm always trying to put a spin the habit it's, for me it's not about breaking the cycle it's creating the momentum so you can find what your very human existence is. Mm. It's creating yep. those patterns, that morning formula. It's creating those things in your life that are going to allow you to submit to goodness in a positive way to bring it in and manifest and affirm. To I'm become your greatness. And live your greatness. Yeah. Okay, so let me just share. I've got to oh. share this. Yesterday morning, Bailey worked a double at her restaurant. It was a very long day. We took her, I took her in the morning to work. And in the morning, I was telling her about something that had popped up, a synchronicity that had popped up for me. And I was telling her the story. And I'm going to tell you the end before I tell you the synchronicity. But we're driving. And as we're driving and waiting at the light before we get to her job, there's a McDonald's on this one quarter and I see a truck in there. I see a truck there. And I was blown away and Bailey said, mom, this absolutely is the universe sending you another message. On the back of a truck and waiting in McDonald's was, and I have to find this. Um, the truck had a logo and it said destined for greatness. Mm. And I was like, Have oh, my God, been, I've been seeing that a lot lately. Freak me out, like destined for greatness. And I had just told her about another step I was going to take to bring in more greatness in my life, but destined for greatness. And that was my message. Here's what it is. So, Frank, we had aligned with Debbie Prediger and Charesse Rodriguez in the Simple Abundance uh, Mastermind program that we right. did. Right. Right. It was what, Frank, eight weeks, I think it was. Yeah. <clears throat> and Debbie brought in people that were connected, that were, you know, looking to be informed and to perhaps up level and rise up together and be, be, be leaders together. It's a very good program and beneficial. And we did it based on this um, book. It's really cool. But anyway, we met a woman named Shani Richards in that group. And mm -hmm. Shani and I had connected really nicely. Hi, hon. And um, Shani and I, she's a, she was working in a professional capacity and she ended up becoming her own, a publishing company, a publisher. And she published children's books and her kids are fantastic. Her kids are just beyond. She's a fantastic mother. She's yes. doing an incredible parenting job, but she and I had a personal conversation and I want to know more about her career, Frank. And she told me about her career. <clears throat> and then she became this publisher and she wrote books. And I said, listen, 
I just co collaborated on a collaborative book project and I became a, a co-author in a book of a chapter. And she said, that's really cool. And I said, but I'd like to know more. This was months ago. I'd like to know more. And she said, well, I'm going to eventually be running a class how to self-publish and how to learn the publishing process and editing and doing this stuff. And I was like, ding, ding, ding. So months pass now, and here we are in, in May. And I had been feeling for the last couple of weeks, <clears throat> I have two books that I want to write. And I was feeling called to, to getting back to writing. And I didn't know how. I just said to myself, I need to get back to writing. How am I going to do it? And I just put it aside. And I stopped thinking about it. Well, Shani posts yesterday that her and a woman who she's aligned with are now going to do this self-publishing workshop. Oh, cool. Talk about synchronicity. And I saw it yesterday morning on my feed and I was like, oh my God, talk about divine timing. I've been thinking this for a couple of weeks. Right. I need to get back to my writing. I need to publish my books, blah, blah, blah. And Shanice posting that she's starting this, um, I think it's 12 weeks, 10 weeks, okay. 12 weeks program to learn how to self-publish. I was like, oh my God, talk about synchronicity. And I'm telling Bailey all about this in the car. And then I see destined for greatness on this mm. truck. And I was like, if that's not the universe telling me, LJ, go for it. So huge shout out to Shanice Richards. I reached out to Shani and I'm going to message her again. I'm very interested in knowing because it's you meet and then you could do private coaching. It's really appealing to me. But Frank, here's the thing. I toyed with this idea yesterday and I was playing with my own brain. Should I? Shouldn't I? Do I want to invest the time? Do I want to take the time? Am I ready to take the time? Now, I've been affirming I was affirming I'm a wealth and abundance manifester, and that's still part of it. And so much abundance has come into my life since I did this, started this um, affirmation two months ago. But about a week ago, I started saying I'm fearless. I'm fearless. I'm fearless. I say it during my, my yoga practice. I say it to myself in my meditation. I say it all day long. I'm fearless. And I'm like, because there's so much fear there. Right. It's about getting comfortable, being uncomfortable. And I played with my mind. I was toying with my brain, Frank, saying, <laughs> I've never oh, done God. that. <laughs> I do it all the time. We all do. Do I really, am I up for this? Am I ready for this? Well, the universe sent it to me for a reason. Frank. There you go. See, that's what I was just going to say. Um, if, if you weren't meant to do it or you're not up to it, it wouldn't have showed up. Yes. Yes. So I'm thinking... Maybe I need to do it. And I trust my intuition. I trust my gut. But I'm like, this is a huge step for me. And I'm like, it's really scary. Yeah. So for those of you who are watching this on a replay and you feel a little scared and you feel a little tentative on making a next move, trust that, you, that that move is probably the best thing for you. So I'm taking my own word. I'm taking my own words of advice. And I'm going to delve into it and I'm going to do this course because I want to publish two books. And I also want to point something else out. Um, you know, a, a lot of things come 
your way, uh, my way. And uh, it all has to do. It never used to be that way. Um, but it has to do with the people that we're aligned with the people that are in our circle is created an amount of um, opportunity. I mean, it's opportunity opening doors all over the place. And, and so many that you don't have to do them all, but you have your pick of the ones that you feel aligned with or comfortable with. But um, the, the circle of people that you're with have a lot to do with that. Yeah. It triggers off creativity that you didn't think you even had. And it just, the possibilities just grow all the time. I, I notice that and I'm becoming more and more aware of that. So it's pretty that's cool. a great share frank i appreciate that a lot because as we are cleaning the debris and as we are being consistent with our morning formula and making those shifts and creating order like the quakers did it's it's an expression of worshiping ourselves and we are bringing in the goodness and i just want to wrap up one thing with and neither one of us are quakers no but we can learn from everybody. We have Amnish people here and uh, Hutterites. And uh, some of the things that they do is just amazing. It's, and it's awesome. And they live in wow. colonies and they, they, they thrive and they do really good. They're very, very shrewd business people too. They're, they have a lot of good talents and we can learn from each other. Whether yes. we agree every, with everything that we stand for, we can all learn from each other. Yeah, let me just wrap this up, Frank. As well, I can, I say one more thing before you. Yeah, go up. right ahead. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk talk the podcast up a little bit. I told you we were we were in uh, twelve countries. We are now in fourteen countries. Um, Germany went up from two percent to five percent. Canada went up to two percent. Malaysia went up to two percent of people wow. listening and we're in um we are in the u.s germany canada malaysia united kingdom ireland singapore italy oh my goodness baharan uh south africa new zealand australia france and uh czech republic i'm just blown away frank is that cool? that's a huge wow yeah. So that means people have been listening into us in these countries. Yes, yes. And Anchor keeps track of all that. And and it's showing me that it it starts off at 1%, you'll get 1 uh, uh 1% of people are listening in that country, but now that it's going up to 2 and 5%. So it's Who is listening the most? The 5% was which country? Germany. Five percent in Germany. Yeah. How much in the U.S.? Ninety. Okay. But it's wow. starting to grow, and we've only been going a little over a month. It's thirty day thirty five. Everyone day and fourteen countries now. Oh my God, I love it. So let me wrap up with this because Frank, I could talk to you for days. Prayer and housekeeping—they go together. They have always gone together. We simply know that our daily round mm. is how we live. When we clean and order our homes, we are somehow also cleaning and ordering ourselves. Mm -hmm. um, da, da, da. We care for our home 
As we care for our home, it is a subtle but significant expression of self-esteem. I love this. I, my mom, my mom used to teach that. She said, you know, when you have a messy house, people think you're messy inside. You are a mess. So it, it's how we carry ourselves, even the way we walk. Um, if you walk slumped over, you're, you're, you're not altogether right. And you know, the funny thing is, a lot of times when people have disorder in their house, disarray. Mm. <clears throat> it's all about getting rid of the debris. Wow. That's a, that's a huge mouthful to, to swallow because I, I'm processing this. Well, and remember, <clears throat> each day, right? If you're trying to get to a certain point, you want to give yourself the best advantage to get there, right? So Absolutely. when you keep that slate clean, it gives you the best advantage. If it's not clean, then there's obstacles now in your way. And that it's just easy to look at it like that. So if you're trying to get somewhere quicker, you, you got to be willing to go within and take care of the garbage and get rid of it. It's not serving you any more than it needs to go. I'm just writing all this down. I, you know, it's, it's really, really beneficial, Frank. I must tell you and everybody that's listening. As Frank and I, you know, we chat before we get on. And we talk about, okay, Frank, I'm going to talk about well, getting your house in order. I'm going to talk about the weekend. Da, da, da. But Frank, I love the way it unfolds because we don't truly know the direction of what we're going to chat about, where it's going to go. Right. And, 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 and what's cool about that is how many conversations do you get involved in where you don't know what direction it's going to go? So it, this is live. This is real. It's not made up. And, um, uh, that's the way we want to deal with people. Love it. I love this. I love this. Love this. Each and every day we're on, I'm super grateful for it. But every week that unfolds, it, it is. I'm confident that every message we put out, Frank, and every good bit of golden nuggets and gems that we put out, come back in so many ways because it motivates me to step outside. It motivates you to do your what you what you're called to do and we are examples we lead by example so others can see consistency collaboration order simplicity all these things we chat about the morning formula are truly truly the little gifts we give ourselves so we can live our greatness and i'm all about the order today being an expression of worship worship being self-love and self-love is the key to living your greatness. Yes. I mean, and I have a call. What's it I have all a call about? Today. It, you, I have a call at 930 to... with Jerry today. Oh, because Jerry, oh, 930. No, who's on That's there? in an hour. Yeah, yeah, but I'm telling you, I've got to talk Jerry, with Jerry because everybody, Jerry is the commander of the VFW post that I'm aligned with where I do my vets. One of your board members. Visits. He's one of my board members on the nonprofit. I'm really hoping I hear like I'm busting. I think I'm on edge too, because I'm, I'm, I should be hearing this week about the nonprofit approval for Virginia. Cooking for Virginia veterans is coming up. But I have a call with Jerry because Jerry and I are gonna align to do some really powerful things. This Saturday, second Saturday of every month, I do lunch with the vets. Um, but I wanna pick Jerry's brains because we have some things coming up and 
it's all good. It's all about service and impact everyone. And what are you doing? What are you doing to create order in your own life so you can reflect, so it can reflect self-love? I ask you that. I ask you to ponder that today because the more order you create and show self-love, it's a form of worship, everybody. Mm. It's a form of giving yourself that opportunity to be all you're meant to be and live your greatness. Right. Cool being. Well, good, Frank. Day, yes. day 35 right here, everyone. Yeah, it's it's time to go, guys. And uh, good way to start Monday. We had some really right. good stuff in there. I'm loving it. I'm feeling it. Consistency, Frank, you said it. You don't want to stay in start mode. It's all good. And just remember, Frank, what do you want to say? Uh, start your day in prayer and end it in prayer. Uh, amen, everyone. Frank, have a beautiful day, my friend. And we'll see each other bright and early tomorrow morning. All right. Good day, Take care. guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye.